This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Morning Briefing on Monday the 20th of March. A damning report into the Metropolitan Police, ordered after the murder of Sarah Everard by a serving police officer, is recommending it's broken up if it doesn't rapidly overhaul its toxic culture. Baroness Casey's review, which is published in full tomorrow, has found institutional sexism, racism and homophobia. Political correspondent at the Financial Times, Jasmine Cameron Chileshi, said this will reflect very badly on Scotland Yard. This comes off the back of um, a series of quite negative headlines and stories relating to the mayors. It's not just the Sarah Everard case. There are concerns around wider um, misogyny and sexism within the Metropolitan Police. There are always those concerns when it comes to racism. Boris Johnson's defence against claims he misled Parliament over the Partygate scandal will be made public today. The former PM's allies and legal team believe his argument that he didn't know the gatherings he was at broke the rules will be proven. Labour frontbencher Nick Thomas Simons has told Times Radio this issue goes right to the heart of Parliament. Whilst it might be frustrating to watch sometimes if ministers dodge questions or don't answer, the truth is that a failure to answer directly is actually a piece of information to the House. If you're asking a question and somebody doesn't answer, that often tells you as much as when a minister does give an answer. What we can't have, this is such an important principle in our democracy, a minister's coming along and knowingly misleading. The banking giant UBS has agreed to rescue Credit Suisse after increasing its offer to more than £2 billion. Despite the lender being given a bailout by the Swiss National Bank a few days ago, it was still on the brink of collapse, which could have had serious repercussions to the entire global banking system. This announcement follows a weekend of emergency talks in Switzerland, which involved the two banks and the country's financial regulators. Karen Keller-Stutter is Switzerland's finance minister. I was in contact with my colleagues from UK and USA. They were very, they were very grateful for this solution because they really feared um, uh, that there could be a bankruptcy uh, of Credit Suisse Uh, with all the losses. European judges appear to be on the brink of backing down over a key obstacle to deportation flights to Rwanda. The Home Secretary says she's encouraged after discussions between the government and the European Court of Human Rights, which could reform an injunction which has previously grounded the flights. Suella Braverman has also said her Rwanda policy is a blessing for migrants hoping to rebuild their lives. Social policy analyst Rakib Essan has told us it's all about rhetoric. I think that the Conservative Party more broadly is engineering a situation where it shows the British public, listen, we've tried to shore up our border security, we're looking to drive down this particular form of irregular migration, but we're facing domestic and foreign obstructionists who are in our way. And one of the capital's most distinctive landmarks has had a thorough clean to mark the first day of spring. Workers braved heights of 135 metres to give the pods on the London Eye in Westminster a wash and a polish. You can hear more on these stories throughout the day on Times Radio.